Direct from Newstalk ZB's team at Parliament, the Beehive Buzz. Time for the Beehive Buzz with Newstalk ZB's chief political reporter, Jason Walls. Jace the Ace, how you doing? Morning, Nick. Good, thanks, mate. How are you? It's been a while. It has been a while. Uh, I've missed you. I've missed you more. <laughs> the, heart, the heartbreaking scenes from Russia's invasion of Ukraine keep coming in, and our government's finally putting sanctions in place. Yes, that's right. So last night, the government, under all stages of first, second, third reading, under urgency, passed the Russia sanctions bill. So at first, there were a few minor little sanctions that the government put in place as the invasion begun, but they've actually ramped that up now, meaning that the any Russian person that is linked to Putin can now have their assets in New Zealand freeze, freezed if the government determines that they are close enough to Putin and the regime. Um, but the main reason for this is really just kind of a back door um, doorstop so people from overseas can't bring their assets into New Zealand if they're frozen by other governments. For example, if they're an oligarch in the UK has been seen to be with clo- ties to Putin, they can't take their money out of the UK and bring it into New Zealand now because of these sanctions. So basically this brings us into line with most of the rest of the world. And here is Nanaya Mahuta, who's the foreign minister in the House um, at the end of the first reading last night. Mr. Speaker, this is a prime case uh, and reason why it is appropriate to ensure that we have a targeted sanctions bill regarding Russia's active terror on the Ukraine. And I'm pleased to introduce it to the House. Ayo kiterangi, ayo kitefinua, ayo kiteau katoa paimarire, slava Ukraini. So there were emotional scenes in the House yesterday. This is something that everybody agreed to. It went through unanimously, which you don't really see in Parliament all that much. So um, hopefully it's going to have some effect, and hopefully the war um, comes to an end as as soon as humanly possible, because the scenes are really just harrowing over there. Yeah. Doesn't she speak Taleo beautifully? Wasn't she does. That, wasn't yeah. that beautiful? Mm. It was. I mean, that's amazing. Kaingaroa no evictions policy for misbehaving tenants has been blamed for an explosion in unpaid rent. Why? How can they say the fact that they can't get evicted means they don't have to pay their Oh, I suppose they don't pay their rent. They're not going to get chucked out. Is that what they're saying? Because it's up to $9 million last year. Yeah, so the that's the amount of rent that um, Kayanga Ora tenants haven't paid, and it's kind of it's really exploded since um, this government took over. It was less than uh, less than a million dollars when the the Nats gave up the reins to um, Labor back in 2017. Nicola Willis, who's Nationals Housing spokesperson, was on Mike Hosking this morning, and she definitely wasn't pleased with the situation. When the bill's gone to nine million, and under National it was only seven hundred and fifty k, something is going on. I mean, it is a reflection of the cost of living crisis when state house tenants can't even meet their most basic obligation, which is paying the rent. But I think there's other things going on here. And the message that the government should be sending is that when you get the privilege of a state house, you have obligations just like everyone else. That includes paying the rent and it includes respecting your neighbours.
Now, I, I kind of agree with Nicola here. I think that, yes, yeah. there are um, obligations for pe- um, people in state houses to pay rent. But at the same time, she does make the point that we do have a cost of living crisis in this country. And so if people on the lowest incomes in Kayanga or houses are feeling the pinch, maybe we shouldn't be too quick to throw them out um, or take really negative and, and re- repercussions such as these. But there, this comes at the same time as we see stories about Kayanga or tenants terrorizing their neighbors and threatening violence and even death. So there are two aspects to this, I think. Yeah, and I, you know, I go along with you, Jace. I reckon that you, uh, the last thing you'd want to chuck out somebody is that they can't afford to pay their rent. Now, I get, I, I would never want to do that. But the other side of that, if you're partying up and terrifying your neighbours, then then kick your ass out of there. You know what I mean? So, but times are damn tough, and I, mm. I'm not surprised that there's nine million dollars worth of rent. So I'm not surprised at all because it's it's bloody tough out there. And it is. these people would be close associates and be locked, you know, having to be in their bubble for 10 days or seven days so they won't be earning. I mean, it'd be quite tough, very tough. Absolutely. And I think that it's just a reflection of the times that we're in at the moment. I mean, not only are rents through the roof or grocery bills through the roof, we've now got petrol that is going to go even higher as well. Jacinda Ardern said yesterday the fact that the U.S. has banned the import of Russian oil will see more pain at the pump for New Zealand. So it's just a very, very hard time for a lot of people to get by. And you know what, Jason, I remember talking to you, me and you talking, I think it was about when we first started the show, seven or eight months ago, and we were laughing at the thought that petrol might go to 250. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, we, we were talking about that situation and I said to you, you know, petrol could go 250 and I can remember your snigger at me. Come on, you know, you come on, rookie. Don't, <laughs> don't hit us with that one, you rookie. You know? <laughs> well, who's now, laughing now, now Nick? <laughs> <laughs> right, let's, uh, let's, let's change tack about, well, it's not actually changing tack, it's, it's staying on the same tack. There's been a lot of uh, political debate this week over whether or whether we don't have a cost of living crisis. How did this all start? Yeah, so this is, um, it started earlier in the week when the Prime Minister did a a live cross on the AM show where she was asked, does New Zealand have a cost of living crisis? And she replied, um, basically, no, she wouldn't characterize it that way. So that has been cannon fodder for the Nats and um, the ACT Party in the House this week, who have been using it as their main attack platform. And I'll have a listen to the next um, segment and see if you can pick out a theme in their line of questioning. Does she stand by her response when asked if New Zealand has a cost of living crisis that quote I wouldn't describe it that way to the minister of finance does he agree that New Zealand has a cost of living crisis if not why Uh, does she stand by her statement quote I wouldn't describe it that way when asked if there was a cost of living crisis now, that's been their main <laughs> pillars of attack this whole week, and no points if you guessed that um, it was about the cost of living. But they bring it up quite um, regularly, and in fact, in question time today, I'm expecting to see a similar line of attack from um, National and ACT. And honestly, why wouldn't they? And the thing that gets me about this is going back and listening to old uh, Jacinda Ardern and Grant Robertson um, attack lines from the House when they were in opposition, and they would be using throwing around the word crisis all the time, and you could bet your bottom dollar that if if they were in opposition and the shoe was on the other foot, they would be going after the government of the day extremely hard on the cost of living crisis that we have in the country right now. Well, Jace, I've got a real good clip that I'll, I'll send to you of uh, Jacinda Ardern at a political debate before 
she became Prime Minister and saying what she was going to do about the housing crisis and what she was going to do about that. And I, I watched it because someone sent it to me and I just about started laughing because all the th- promises that were there. So I'll send it to you. You'll love it. Uh, I will. Uh, yes. Thanks, thanks, Jace. Appreciate you as always. Take it easy and uh, we'll catch you next week. It's Jason Walls, who is the Chief News Talks MP's Chief Political Reporter and General Good Guy. I like Jace the Ace. He's a good chap. <laughs>